Hello and welcome to a new episode of Tangents with Colleen and Mike, the podcast. Good evening, everybody. How are you doing, Colleen? I'm good, Mike. Yeah? Yeah. How's everything? I would say it's good. Are you ready for a new episode? Always ready to record a new episode. (laughs) How do you feel about the podcast so far? Yeah, I kind of like the podcast. Did you, I don't know, I definitely had it, but did you... You know the chance when you get to talk to anybody and you have to tell them what it's like to actually record a podcast? And what is it like? I always tell them it's really fun. Huh? I always tell them it's really fun. All right. You know, there was this, I don't know, sure who said it, probably Rogan, maybe not, but they started the podcast just because there were two dudes having fun. Yeah, and I yeah. never understood, like, what do you mean having fun? Why are you Oh, having- it's fun. Why do you have to have two mics, a, a laptop, something, and just record to have fun? Like, why just drink beers and chat. But yeah. yeah, but that's the thing. Like we drink beers and we chat. It's just that other people get to listen. It's not only that. It's it's different when you have an audience and you just have to discuss. It's more yeah. emphasized in that discussion. Like you're really more focused. Fo- Sorry, my mouth's really dry. Really focused on it. <laughs> drink some water, dude. Drink some beer. I um, will. Um, we had to come with this conversation before, and I remember. Shout out to Alex Lazar. He. Used to be my intern. He's a really great guy. We worked together on an app. Um, he wrote to me this week or last week or whatever. Okay. What did you tell you? On Instagram with that, like, oh, I remember it's so cool to listen to you guys and stuff like that. And uh, he re- reminded me of something when we used to work on the app in winter last year. So winter in, last year. Like okay. January, February. We used to go and work from Starbucks. Back in the days when you could go out of the house. And you can, when you could be a proper hipster. <laughs> exactly. When, when you could go out where people can see you working on and stuff. And with your many stickers on your laptop and stuff. Um, I remember, apparently, we had a conversation. I don't remember because my memory's shit. Um, but we had a conversation about how you don't really have conversations with people anymore. Like on Instagram, you send each other memes or you hit like one you know, or do small talk like, hey, what's up? How you doing? Oh, cool. Or oh, you see a picture and you're like, oh, I, love, I like that or oh, I like that too or whatever. How you doing? But you never like, so how do you feel? Like, how's your parents? How, what did you, you know, like, how's yeah, your what's on your mind? Your, yeah, exactly. And we had a conversation like that. And I'm a, I tend to be a very meta person. So when I have a deep conversation about something, it's probably a deep conversation about how we don't have deep conversations. Or I get very meta and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. And we were having a conversation like that where we don't really have conversations anymore, shit like that. And he wrote to me like, oh, it's so cool listening to the podcast where you guys are doing exactly what we said that people don't do anymore. (laughs) And he said like, oh, I can't remember when I had a conversation like you guys have on the podcast. Just like sit down with someone. Yeah, just sit down with someone and just shut off all the phones or not shut, just ignore them. Just look into each other's eyes and just like, yo, how you, you know, what do you think about this thing? Or how do you feel about that? Or yeah, yeah, but you don't really think about it. It seems such a normal thing, but at this moment, you need to schedule something like this. You need, I mean, you need yeah, to have the time. I need to make the time. I need, need to, to do a four-hour drive, and you'd be like, Colleen, I'm coming back into town. Do you want me to pick you up so we can record an episode? <laughs> okay, that's in our case. But yeah, just, just talking <laughs> for everybody, just to explain why these type of conversations are... And it's especially hard now because if you can't go out for that beer or for that like leisure time outdoors. Also, but you can do it online. Like I had some really good oh, com- conversations doing this during the quarantine. Yeah. Just you did with, with our former coworkers. Our former coworkers, some friends of mine, Ralu, who you mentioned last time. Yeah. It, it happens. Like, you sit on your couch, you pop up Skype, open a beer, and you talk. 
Mm. It was really cool because with one Don't group really of really good that. friends. Sometimes I do that. Like, two of them are high school friends. Mm-hmm. And one we met in college. Yeah. We had like this really tight group, but it just happens. So happens that we work with everything. We, no, we kind of drift apart. Yeah. Well, we still know we got each we other's back. separate ways in life, sort of. Not really. We're still here. We, we just don't interact that much, mm-hmm. right? But we know we have each other's backs. Yeah. And during the quarantine, because we were doing this, we got the whole thing really more tight and together. Like, we sucked during those months more than we sucked maybe in a year. Oh, wow. That's cool. I don't really have that. Like, sometimes I'll, I'll call with some of my friends, but pff, not very often. You know, it's been a year since our London trip. Yeah. Almost a year. A year it's almost a year. Minus a few weeks. Uh, and we have never had that video call that we were supposed to have. Because you were we like... Were? Oh. Yeah, I don't remember. I made a Facebook like chat group with Mike and Ralu and Yeah, Daniela. but you organized that in March, I think. Yeah, and it's... Exactly. And we have still haven't had it. And it's almost a year oh, since yeah, we yeah, went I get to it. Yeah, yeah. It's that difficult to actually <laughs> find find the time for everybody. Oh well, yeah, when it's different time zones, it should it becomes harder. It and becomes people have their own lives and stuff. And yeah, um, yeah. But it's a whole thing. Like people don't really call that much anymore. No, God, it's so weird, especially like us millennials. But I've seen Gen Z kids way more than us who are just anxiety driven by phone calls. To be like, someone's calling me. <laughs> Why are you calling me? Why did you just text? Uh, because it's now it looks like such an official thing to do. It does. Do you remember when we'd call people and just talk for hours on the phone? Yeah, I, I do. That. I remember doing that with girls. Like if I'd like a girl and it'd be like on the same network, it'd be like, oh, I'll call you tonight. And you have unlimited messages. Yeah, exactly. Now, really we'd cool talk thing. for like five hours of just like not talking really much. We talk much, but then there'd be breaks of we're still on the line. But we're like doing homework or something and then sometimes we'd say something or we'd watch movies on, on the same like tv channel together on the over yeah, the phone yeah yeah i've done that yeah god wow when, when I, was, I always think about this it's really cool how we can do this right now right what just call somebody they yeah. have the phone in your pocket you just open it and yeah, you, you can, can call them on like 15 different exactly you can voice just or video connect with anybody do you have any idea how it would have been like when they were those um, fixed phone, uh, rotary phones, rotary phones, or just normal phones? <laughs> but you have one phone in a house on a yeah, wall yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Landline. Yeah, line exactly. Line, yeah. And you had to use the the big phone book, like the one yellow with the pages. yellow pages. That was Ooh. huge. And if somebody wasn't home and you call him, well, that's that. Yeah, it just doesn't happen. God. So I've told you this before, but <laughs> I grew up in the village. We had yeah. a rotary phone at first. You had to like go like pull nine and then eight i always used to play with those things and whatever yeah i had an aunt who had that yeah so i had that and then we had like a dial pad one but even after the dial pad one like during like after the rotary during the dial pad one i we'd still have a god what do you call that lady not a receptionist or some shit no like so the, the one from the central yeah um, so i'd pick up the phone and instead of dialing a number if I just picked up the phone and leave it for a few seconds, it would go straight to like, I have no idea what you call it now. It was the thing where you had a lady with a lot of plugs that it had to move. Exactly. From one and, hole and to another. you would go to like just that. Just to connect you to who main we lady. wanted to talk to. Exactly. I'll look it up. Um, we, so this lady would pick up and then I'd be like, hi, it's me. And they'd be like, oh, whatever. What's your name? 
name? How you doing? I'm like, oh, okay. Can you put my mom on, please? And then like she'd she'd be like, okay. Do you know if she's at work or at home? And I'd like look like I'm like I think she's at work. And then she'd be like, okay. And then she'd know the number or whatever. They had like a list of phone numbers. I don't know. I'd call often or some shit. And then she'd put me like, okay, I'm doing it. Bye. Have a nice day. I'm like, thank you. And then she'd plug in like, and then it would call my mom. And I'd be like, hi. And then. <laughs> they were still on the like on the line sometimes with the headphones. They they, they would like they would do that because you can hear I, I them wanted, sometimes it break you, through. Did you ever had that thing where you, you had two phones in the same house and you would listen in on some? Oh no, phones? we didn't. I used to do that. Sometimes I would listen to, to my mom talking to somebody just because I realized he could and was like black magic. <laughs> no, we uh, didn't have two phones in the house. But, they somehow uh, knew. I don't sure when you took the phone off or when you put it back. They knew. They hear something on the line and they knew. They she always knew. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, because you could hear like a clink or some shit. Uh, so the lady from the central phone thing. It's centralist. Would, it's just a centralist. A centralist in English also? If it's centralista, then it's centralist. Yeah. That's, I you don't think that's the word, but okay. So did she used to stand on the line in here? <laughs> so sometimes it would break, like the quality would break or something. Again, you could hear like someone else talk on the line, like very distant, very faintly, very distant in the distance. You could hear someone talking. You if you'd if you'd be like, wait, wait, hold on, just don't see any sounds. You could hear them continue talking in the background if you were like in the same room with them on a different phone. You could hear two voices talking. One of them was usually the lady who the, right, right, right. Okay. who would put you through. Uh, I'm trying to find that word. Um, God damn it. Um, it's okay. I think we explained. So yeah, we had. No, a receptionist is the employee taking an office or administrative support position. Oh, I. Wrong word. Wrong word. My bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, it doesn't. It just gives me the okay. Yeah, the just, dictionary words yeah, for just it. Take your time. It's fine. Um, but yeah. So, oh, yeah. it is a centralist. Okay, a centralista. Uh, not in English though. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So you had that bad. lady, and she would put me through for her own. That I just thought that was funny. The, the story. It was. It is. <laughs> that she's like I'm. Just, that old. I'm not really that old, but I'm old enough to have no, lived system, through that. The systems are really old here. Let's blame it on those. Yeah, I guess. So yeah, but to get it back to the long conversation that people are not having anymore, I think mm, this yeah. was the, the whole selling point of having a podcast ever for each podcast ever, because this this conversation in long format it could be twenty minutes. I've heard some that are twenty minutes, but they can go up to three or five hours and it's just long conversation of some people speaking around yeah and that's what it gives it its whole charm i guess as opposed to normal tv shows when you have some interviewer and interviewee you know you short back and forth and then that's that or reality shows or something this is just genuine real human conversation yeah but that's almost we don't we're not we're off topic sort of because if we were like i don't know a podcast about code or some shit it'd be like very structured I mean, okay, it's still yeah, be a that, chat a between point. two people because you don't have a script that you have to follow or specific questions. You know, well, sometimes you do, but that's the thing. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you have like you uh, fan questions or whatever. Um, but no, I get what you mean. It's, I was trying to, I was trying to find if I can, uh, trying to see if I can find any counter arguments. But no, you're right. Definitely, it's a lot more human. Like we, I gotten feedback from a lot of people saying like, "Oh, dude, oh, your podcast just rules because it's." You guys have a good chemistry and you're just talking 
it's very easy to follow. You're not talking about smart stuff or whatever. It's <laughs> just kind of talking very leisurely about anything and it's cool and I can follow you easily. And it's like, it feels like we're in the same room as you uh, or like it's easy to follow you and it's really calming and relaxing and I can just follow the conversation yeah, always, and laugh with you guys. I always take it as a compliment when somebody says, well, it sounds like we would have having a beer, but I just, I cannot get in the conversation. Yeah. It's just like, I'm like yeah, thank you guys. That's, that's exactly yeah, what that's, we're going for. It's awesome. It, oh, it's so good. Glory. Great <laughs> that we can convey that. What was the thing we talked on about last in time, the last I think, time? When we prom- we promised we're going to talk about why people are not see- reaching oh, out. When why they're not reaching out. Why they're not motivated to learn. Yeah. So I remember that's how our conversation started. Because I was like, oh, if I could go back to 50. Oh, God. I hope my teachers don't say this. If I could go back to ninth grade with right. with what I know now. Or at least... Not with the information that I know now, but with just like with the outcomes that I know that happened or like, you know, with the maturity, with the maturity or maybe not the hormones that I had back then. Not necessarily, I don't care about the knowledge that much, but like if I could go now with the mindset I have now, we went to the same high school, right? Yeah. I would have not studied for absolutely anything except for math uh, and coding and maybe physics. I would have probably gotten into physics. And, I mean, I already knew English. It wasn't a problem. But okay, fair. It wasn't anything much to study. Anyway, it's just like I would have been 110% in maths, 110% in programming, and maybe 110% or let's say 100% in physics. And I would have not given a shit about anything else because I don't condone this behavior, children. But <laughs> when I was in high school, I was super scared of like, oh, you just biology and i don't like it but i need to study because i have a test tomorrow and i would rather be studying math and then whatever and then i'd half ass studying biology because i didn't like it to get a good grade and then i didn't have enough time to study math every every kid out there that was at any point mad because he had to study biology and he couldn't do his maths homework please raise your hand (laughs) all right it's not not (laughs) yeah i know i know it's not like that it's like if i had to study biology uh, not that I wouldn't do math. I probably didn't have to do math for the next day. It's just like I'd study biology and I do it half-assed for a long time to like kind of prolong it so I don't have to do it. So I'd study half-assed and then the next day, like I could have probably prepared more for math or some shit that I liked or whatever, but I didn't do it because I didn't have enough time anymore. I didn't have two nights. I had one night or something like that. Oh, yeah, uh, okay, that's fair. For a test, not for like homework. Um, but like after I finished high school, like you find out that like, okay, your high school... Like in Romania, at least, I don't know how it's in other countries, but in Romania, if you're to in a national college, which is what they're called, like a theoretical high school or whatever, like a highbrow for the smart kids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you go to one of those, they can't afford to to drop kids out because dropping a certain number of kids per year, they lose the title of national college. They lose the highbrow and they can't afford to do that. And even if they pass you with the like a minimum grade, which is a five, you're still passed and you don't really have to study. And I knew a lot of kids were shit and didn't study. And they still got passed. And I'm like, I spent so much time learning all these things. And back then, I was like any kid. I was like, this is, I'm never going to use this. Later on, I was like, oh, maybe they're important. But now growing older, I'm like, nah, they, they weren't. They, they weren't, but weren't. also not knowing anything about it wasn't, wasn't a good idea either. Yeah, I know. But you spend, if you would definitely, if you would actually spend the time doing math and inf- infogram- programming and stuff, then at least you'd be good at something. And you'd be amazingly good okay, at something yeah, you could actually be spend very, that time. Yeah, you could be very niched on one topic. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, then again, okay, fine, fair. Would, would you know? Would you know at that age? Fair, but 
Like basically, you need a time machine to make sure that this happens properly for yeah, everybody. Yeah, but but given our our educational system in Romania, I mean, you already have to learn way too much than you than you could or should. It's just, a, it's just too I've much. been told that the curriculum we're having is more packed than other European countries or something. But yeah. not to go away from the topic, but mm-hmm. it is it still makes sense. I still think it makes sense to know at least some basic. Yes, level it's, of it's good to know something. There's so much detail you have to learn as if that's the only class that there is. Yeah, like I'd never really use chemistry at anything, but yeah. it ties in with a lot of other things. It, that you yes, need to know, like right? you said last time, like you know five things and then only at the end you realize oh, they all connect each other. Same thing here, I agree, but I think still too much because all from like fifth grade to 12th grade in Romania, you have like what, 13 different subjects per year. That's a lot. That you have to all study at the same level of amazing at. Because it's not like majors and minors. They're all majors. Yeah, that's true. It's a lot. Um, but yeah, anyway. If I could go back. like that, I always say that. I probably wouldn't have. I don't know what I would have done. But I, I keep saying, like, oh, if I could go back, I'd screw that. And then I'd be like, now I'd be like an amazing coder or some shit. Um, but now, even now, like, okay, looking back to university, like I mentioned. I look at the kids and I'm at the end of university and I already like, like with the high school thing, right? That's an analogy. I know looking back, I'm like, oh, I know how to tell older people how to study because I know what I did wrong and what I could have done right. So I need, I know exactly what to tell them, but they don't care to listen to you telling them anything because they're going, if I feel like, I feel almost as if they have to go for the same mistakes as you to get to the point you're at to be like, oh, I should have done it different. And I don't think there's a way you can change that for people to do it. They there are some. There's some are really some receptive kids who are like, oh, are they do it, they'll come back and they're like, I did what you said and it worked and you were amazing, but yeah, 85% but won't do it. That, that's, that, yeah, those are usually the outliers. But yeah. there's this thing I always, I, I know I've told you this before, mm. but the one of the biggest, I don't know, let's just for the sake of using big words, let's call it a philosophical problem mm-hmm. of today's kid. Because I thought of this when I was something like 20. Okay. Right? So it wasn't. Think about high ago. school. Yeah, five years ago, think about high school and the moment when you're going to college somewhere in that age age okay. range. University for other yeah. countries. So you have a kid at that age, so maybe even in high school. Yeah. And he has access to the internet. Yeah. Whatever he reads, whatever he's curious about, he has the answers to fucking everything. Mm-hmm. Like everything. Yeah. Just those deep down basic universal knowledge truths that you know they're always true and you should do them like brush your teeth every day yeah work with commitment be disciplined everything of that sort he knows everything how to be happy how to do this how philosophy spirituality and everything no no he doesn't know how to do it. he has access to it you mean. he has like yeah he know he can read information about everything yeah not saying each kid will do this but yeah, if, yeah they have access, they have access to, to the same amount of knowledge the problem with that is it means nothing until he goes through it until it gets inter- internalized and you see how it actually envelops it's just empty words. I'd go one step further than that. He doesn't know. He doesn't. You have. That's why I interjected there. Because as a kid, you have access to all that. But you don't. You've never heard of those things. Or you know of them. But you don't really know how to search for them. So you never do. That's the thing I had. Like I wanted to learn how to draw or something. When I was a kid. Like I really wanted to learn how to draw anime in my like fifth grade. Okay. But I had. I didn't, I didn't even know what was called manga. I didn't even know like how to ask Yahoo or Google about it. Like I didn't, cause I didn't know how the internet worked. Right. I had access to all that information. I didn't know I could just type, how do you do this thing? I just write manga and they would give me manga, but I didn't know how to, I didn't have the, 
cognitive capacity to say, hey, Google, how do... <laughs> I'm sorry for whoever's phone activated just now. Um, <laughs> you can't ask it uh, like, hey, how do I do this thing? And maybe at that time, it wasn't even that smart to tell you exactly. True, exactly. But at the same time, you grew up with a different kind of internet. And the kids that are, kids that are now, nowadays in high oh, school... Oh, you're talking about kids nowadays. Also, our age could work, but... From now they're just born generation. with a phone in their hands. Exactly. They can just do what I did. Find a course find ago, to learn something on YouTube. Find some tutorial. Isn't that hard now? You can get to this kind of things. Yeah, I guess. I wonder if they do, though. I wonder if... if some they... of them definitely do. Because you have these smart-ass kids that at age 17, they open a startup or something or code the huge project or... Yeah, you know, we had that when we were kids, too. Come on. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Some of them do. Mm-hmm. Most okay, so you're saying that some of them historically always will do. Exactly. That's interesting. I, about this, a tiny tangent that it's connected to it. Go on. We have this, uh, my parents have this cleaning lady and she has a child. He's uh, like a maid. Uh, yeah. and, and she has a child. He's, I think, six. Um, I think. And this one weekend I was with my parents and she was there. And the kid comes with her because he's a, he's, a, he's a nice kid. He just sits on his phone and yeah. watches Minecraft right. videos and shit like that. Romanian Minecraft YouTubers, which is a thing I didn't know existed, didn't yeah, want know. to know that it exists. It does exist. Um, but he was watching that. I'm like, all right, I know kids love Minecraft. I used to love Minecraft in 2011 when it was in beta and it was freaking great. And you had redstone and shit and you had to do smart stuff. Now you just have all the blocks. Kids have it easy these days. They have all the blocks given to them. You didn't have to write your own ALU with redstone like I did. I, I did. <laughs> okay, boomer. <laughs> nice, nice. Anyway, uh, he was watching those videos. He was right. playing some games. And then we I just started putting shit on the TV. Just, I was like, I put cartoons that I watched that he might like. And I was kind of testing what he likes, what he doesn't like. Um, and like, whatever. And um, uh, at some point, he just, you know how kids are when they randomly want to tell you something? They're not like, oh, yeah. hey, can I tell you something? It's just like, he just, he didn't say, he didn't warn me. He was just watching TV. And then at some point he's like, Hey, do you want? Do you know what I want to be when I grow up? And I'm like, uh, okay, I guess we're doing that now. Uh, sure, no. Uh, what, what do you want to be? And he's like, I want to be a YouTuber or or a or a streamer. And I'm looking at him and I'm thinking, and I'm like, oh, hey, that's like what I said was like, oh, that's so cool. Why do you blah blah blah? And yeah, I was exactly. having a conversation, but in my head, I was like, the, the first second was like, that's a job now. That's that a fucking a job, job yeah. now. It's like you, like, I think I said this before on the podcast, maybe. Like, I grew up in the village and my grandma would take me to church and what yeah, I wanted yeah, to, yeah. but the first thing I wanted to be when I want to grow up was was a priest because that's the only thing I knew. Like I didn't know there were jobs or whatever. I just saw this guy in a robe talking. I was like, that's what I want to do when I grow up. And this kid has access to, like you said, unlimited internet. And he's like, I want to be a YouTuber. And I'm like, that's just awesome. I'm actually like, I didn't go boomer with like, ah, oh, it's not a real job. No, I was like, dude, I wish I could have, if I had that, probably I would have been a streamer. I wanted to be a streamer. That's yep. so cool. Look at it now. Well, <laughs> hey, hey. Nice. hey, that's pretty good. Yeah, but it's, it's just a, the normal evolution, right? Because one generation before that, you wanted, you wanted to be an actor. Yeah. Right. So it's just the next, next thing. <laughs> yeah. Right, watch a lot of TV. Yeah. Because you still have actors. Or you right? wanted to draw anime or whatever, like I did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's just kids will naturally go more to uh, YouTubers than to two-hour movies. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, natural progression. Yeah, cool kid. Yeah, cool kid. I wish him all the best, David. That's his name, David. 
Share yeah. and subscribe to David. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he told me like I wanted to start a YouTube channel with a friend, but my mom wouldn't let me because I'm not. I'm. I can't remember some bullshit like parent thing like you have to be 14 first or get a 10 in that grade or get into school or something before yeah i don't know and i'm like ah you'll, you know what that's fine you'll get there like in a year or two you can do that and you're like yeah i can't wait and if like, you oh, can believe in yourself you can learn how to ride a bike exactly well yeah maybe six years just going online with no, that kind of presence definitely not no i wouldn't not have recommended it but still like it's a cool concept that like he wants to do that later on definitely not when you're six jesus <laughs> I think you're not even allowed to the be only, on, on, like, when you're 14 on YouTube or some shit. I'm not sure. Isn't, wasn't at some point the the most viewed channel on YouTube just this kid unboxing things? <laughs> I don't know. I think I saw... There are many people unboxing things on YouTube. Yeah, but I, I remember it was being a kid. Like, small yeah, kid. I have no idea. I neither do I. It was just this top thing after YouTube Rewind something. Alright. But, yeah, I think. I think you God, have kids. YouTube Rewind. You know... Every now and again, I'll go on YouTube and search that video of YouTube time-lapse throughout the years. Yeah. And it's just a video where it, I don't know, three or four minutes, it shows the entire UI or evolution of YouTube from 2005 or whenever up to date. Okay. Yeah. I think I saw something. God, it just brings me back because it shows actual videos of that time. So like I get to see like a screenshot of like 2010 YouTube and be like, there's Nigahiga, and there's Smosh, and there's whatever, Onision or some shit. And it's like, oh my god, I used to be into that shit. I, I've told this before, I really miss old YouTube. It was way more wild. It was such now. a wild, wild west of things. And so many cool and amazing and creative people were on there. Now it's just everything's so streamlined, so production house, so fancy and shiny and everyone's got the latest camera and like buy the latest thing to film you be the coolest on youtube back then it was like some shitty camcorder and be like that's making videos and be like ah it's funny i missed that i missed the wild and the rawness of it there was i can never remember i know we talked about this how it was back then when going on the internet you would just you would just hang we just hang on the internet it was it a would, thing to do yeah, and you you'd always have, find something new you didn't have Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube just exactly. go straight there. You didn't have things serving you content directly. Like, you tailored to... for you exactly what you want. No, it was wild. You had to go and search for things. And then you'd both literally and figuratively stumble upon things. You remember stumble upon? Do I remember You have a upon. soft spot for it. Uh, yeah, I do. It's... Do you want to tell people what stumble yeah, upon let me, is? Let me think. What we... Stumble upon was this... So get it back again. You, you didn't have anything like... Maybe you do, did have, like, I think you had High Five or something back you then. You had mediums oh. to share things on. Yeah, which... But you would... didn't have a medium where the things were shared on first to, for, yeah, like, just like the a... early adopters to get and share to the other people. You had to go and search for stuff. Yeah, like something the about the one with was the images. There was some website. Regardless. Photo booth? I'm not sure. Nine not K? important. Uh, was like a precursor no. to that? I think so. Oh, all right. Oh, uh, I can ask Cheeseburger. Definitely not. I have no idea what that is. It was the first meme page with all the memes. I can have cheeseburgers, a cat and a cheeseburger. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> That's the first one. That's the first meme site. Well, okay. next to 4chan. Not bad. Okay. So let's go back. Yes. Stumble Upon. Yes. Stumble Upon was basically a search engine, but it's just like Google, right? It's like a website. It was a website, but it was just, it was, you would use it like Google when you find try to find something new. The thing is, you couldn't write to look for something specific it had this big 
button in the middle that suggested stumble. Yeah, and you would yeah. basically shuffle. You would get a, like a really random. random page of the internet. Like beforehand, you create a profile, you select some it, sort yeah. of interests, and then it gives you something. It had it indexed a lot of shit from Google and Yahoo and all the search engines. It just indexed them, and then it would just randomly pick and serve you one. Exactly. And you would always find the best thing. And it wasn't like or the worst it thing. It was just it wouldn't it always. Reporting. It wouldn't. It was not. The, so don't imagine that it was the kind of thing that it took you to a homepage of a website. It would take you to like a dip, like a, just a random URL of a website. So it wouldn't always take you like the homepage of Google or your homepage of YouTube. It take you like to a specific video on YouTube or a specific page on Google or a specific article of like weird something or this is my website, my company website.com slash about page or slash contracts page. It was just these random pages. And it was amazing. It was a lot of times just boring. Yeah. Like not not everything was golden on there. No. But <laughs> there was this really cute thing I once found. The website was called the nicest place on the internet.net. Ah, I love those. And it was just this whole hard. screen video. I think it was 10 minutes long. It was just people hugging the camera. That's so sweet. Like the cutest place on the internet. Wow. I'm not sure if it's still a thing. I discovered eight tracks because it took me to, I stumbled and it took me to some playlist on eight tracks. I can't remember what playlist it was, but I was like, whoa, you can listen to 12 at the time, I think 12 songs for free. Um, you can you can only skip like two every minute or a few minutes or something. But you, 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 it was like a website where people made playlists of anything on the internet and you can listen to songs. And that was like, whoa, this is amazing. I also found that what stumbled upon, it was this playlist called 99 songs to make your homework awesome or something. Hey. Just to listen to something while you were doing homework. Okay. And to this day, I remember, and I always tell this to people, and nobody can believe it until they actually hear the song. There's this one song in that playlist which just stuck with me uh, because the chorus of it is, A Horse Is Not A Home. Oh, you told me about this. A Horse Is Not A Home. I always told it to everybody. Everybody would think it was a stupid thing, and then I'd say, but what if, hear me out, what if <laughs> the horse is just a symbol for a nomadic life? Somebody who just moves from one place to another because, yeah, you have a, a horse. horse. is not a home. Oh. So you cannot just be on the road and call it a home or something. That's cool. Do you want to tell people what Atrax is? Atrax? The website. Yeah, it was just a, uh, a website that aggregates playlists created by people. Yeah. You said that. Oh, okay. I thought you, like, you, had, I thought you had like a story with Atrax. No, this was the one. Oh, this was the story. Ah, with yes, the home yes, 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 yes. Okay. The other story we wanted to tell was the one we stumbled upon, which was the... Let's go like this. In the beginning of our friendship, people need to know In this. the beginning. In the beginning. From its creation. Going back in time. You had a hard time with me because I was always the really cheerful, optimistic guy. Like Mr. Sunshine. Wait, hold on a second. Let me just interject. interject. A switchboard operator. That's what that lady was called from the phone. A switchboard, switchboard operator. operator. Okay, I just found Okay. It. Sorry. Continue. So you remember that time? No, I wasn't listening. Okay. Let me repeat that. Yes, please. Remember at the beginning of our friendship. Yes. You always get mad with me because I'm always so cheerful and optimistic. Like yes, I am an extremely old cynical optimistic, man. Yeah. And and I'd be like, nothing makes sense and everything. I hate everything. And he'd be like, yeah, but can't you find that one thing that makes you happy? I'm like, God, fucking, oh, I hate you. Why do you have to be so positive? And he's like, no, there has to be something. Come on, dude. He's like, no, no, there's always a thing. And I'm like, I, I hate you. Yes. Yes. I remember that. So that's that's a strong characteristic of mine. Mm -hmm. And stumble upon was the place where this somehow started okay. because what stumbled upon i found out this website i fairly certain it still exists 
It's called High Existence. Okay. And it threw me on a... H-I or H-I-G-H? H-I-G-A, like tall. Oh, okay. It was this website. I landed on an article saying something like 50 ways of being happy or something like that. Just be present, sleep well, drink lots of water. Like the Okay, the basics. Yeah, that one. It was the first time I read this. So you see this thing, it's always the internet is way full. Yeah, yeah but, then it, but like, then it was the first thing. This is cool. Uh -huh. So I look at it and I just start looking through the website. It was this whole thing. It was philosophy. It was spirituality. It was being uh, happy. Was that the was, thing that got you in philosophy? Yeah, that was the first place oh. I've heard of, about Nietzsche. Hey, look at that. What was yeah. this website called? High Existence. High Existence. All right. Then, I don't know, there was two guys. Shout out who, to High Existence if it still exists. still exists. <laughs> Um, okay. There was two guys who were running them. I knew them. There was a forum. I read read the forum. Oh, remember forums? Yeah, it was. I think it was the f only time I actually wrote in one. I don't remember what question I had, and somebody answered me. It was really cool. Okay. But yeah, stumbled upon transcend the ordinary, get our most mind blowing insights by subscribing to our news. Okay. <laughs> uh, when Ooh. I started, it was like really old internet. Oh yeah, I can imagine. Then it had the revamping, and. I'm not sure if it's it got more production value than just a water heapy place right now. <laughs> okay. God, remember when G when websites you have the gifs on them and shit. <laughs> oh God. yeah. Yeah. So we were talking about children who don't people uh, learning people who learn and not reaching out. Or... Yes, exactly. Yeah. I can't remember we talked about it, but my point that I was going to make was that it was frustrating because the kids, because I've been through that and I didn't ask. And then half a year later, I'll be like, oh, I should have asked or I should have done something about it. And then I didn't. And then now I'm a teacher and I'm like, yo, look, I'm younger than the rest of the teachers. Are you can trust me, man. Like I'm still in uni or whatever. Just do this thing. Trust me. Just seriously trust. And I tell that to all of them because I'm, I'm, I'm the same. I mean... I change my personality most times with most people to sign of sort of kind of adapt to the conversation or whatever. Social chameleon. Yeah, right here. yeah. Yeah. But with the students, I'd always try to like emphasize on the same values and principles and like, you need to do this and you didn't take it from me. I've been there recently. Right. And then maybe 4% were the ones who actually listened and did something about it. And then they were like, oh, dude, I followed your advice and it was so good. But like, again, 80 to 90% didn't. Well, that's how it happens. It's always, I have, it's, I have friends who teach here and the same thing happens. It's that Gauss curve thing. Yeah. Oh, uh, the Gaussian curve. Exactly. Or whatever. Yeah. Like the bell curve. The bell of, yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure how it's in English, but I think in the Romanian it's something it's the like bell curve. the bell of, I think it's the of bell Gauss. Curve. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you have, yeah, you have the majority, the majority of the top. in the middle. Yeah. So yeah. mediocre students and they have some there in, in the top and some at the very bottom. Yeah. So this is what happens every yeah. time. Yeah. It was weird, man. It was weird. Cause like, I, I only knew my experience and maybe the ones who like my friend's experience and the ones who, um, were the ones who were shit at first and then they worked really hard and then they got good. Yeah. And then that was it. I didn't know the majority's like experience. Um, but it was like kind of disheartening to see them and like, dude, just do this thing. And then like, they didn't do it. And I'd be like, oh man. But then some of them, like I loved now going back on LinkedIn and searching some of them up. And like, I see my students and they're like, I just saw one today. Uh, and he's like, 
double cer- certified AWS engineer. Oh, he's doing DevOps out. or some shit. Shout out like, to oh, this guy, dude. And like, I remember him. He's sweet, sweet kid. Very friendly. Very nice kid. Uh, an in- I think it was an Indian kid, and he loved <laughs> cricket. Um, <laughs> I remember that. That's all I remember. And uh, he he wasn't very good. At first, he seemed cocky. He was like, "All right, he's gonna be one of those ones who's not gonna really do much. I'm just gonna leave him alone." But then after half, I think after a semester, he did come, okay. he, he started, I don't know what had happened for him, but for me, half a semester, like after the first semester, he'd, um, he'd started reaching out to me and asking me really pertinent questions. He'd be like, oh, you're right. this and this. I'm like, hey, what have you been doing in your winter break? Nice. Okay. Let's, okay. Let's, let's You've go this look into that. Break. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a very good question. Um, and now looking at him and being like, okay, he's, he's probably the kid who studied right then. Yeah. And now looking at him, it's like, oh, shit. Like, look, he pulled his weight and he did really well. I'm really proud of him. It's really great. Yeah, man, I, yeah. I love that. I love nice like, spending five hours with a student who just did not understand or want to understand something. And then after five hours, like the 10th time explaining, he'd be like, oh. And then I could see it in his eyes. He he gets it like he generally gets it i had the exact opposite at some point (laughs) there was this one kid one kid he was one year younger than me yeah right so i was second year he was half year half year first year and we had a friend in common who told me this guy is new is new in school he's at the same profile as you are can you guide him a bit yeah sure it was this university yeah it was university okay and guy was also the guy was into programming Mm -hmm. he was really bad at it okay and he had the first teacher and the first year, like the base, the main programming course, we had the same one. It was hard. Oh. It was really hard. And I tried helping him and we had a relationship. We were friends for some time. And I, from time to time, I would help him for I don't know, exams or something. Yeah. And you know how you start coding, you have to start working with something, homework, whatever it is. And you have one hour, you have two hours, you have two hours of work and then you take a break or something. Yeah. But it takes you two, three hours to do something. This guy was burned out by the first hour. Wow. Like, you could see it. He was starting to look sleepy. Nothing would stick. It was like, and I'm looking, should we take a break or do we call it a day? Oh, boy. <laughs> and it was usually call it a day. Wow, the poor kid. I, I had some of those too. Like I had students who had been explaining things two or three times and you could see them lose patience at the third time be like oh they get angry they'd be like fuck this like why did i sign up for this and i'm like whoa holy shit okay or you'd see them kind of like their eyes would kind of fade out and they'd be like I, i'm not even listening to you dude anymore and i'd be like i look i gotta go help someone else i'm sorry you can't waste time on them like i wasted time on some of them and it didn't really was no no avail like, no it's not he has to put in the work Exactly, because most of them were, like I said, like the tutorial. They wouldn't do the tutorial, and I'm like, well, pfft, all right. Um, but yeah, that was that. But it was great. Like, overall, I have good memories of, of teaching. Yeah, you always say you're really fond of teaching. God, I love it. I should have never changed. <laughs> Wait, let's... But I wanted to make video games. You wanted to make we video games. We all know games. where that ended up. <laughs> and you having a podcast. Shout out to Ben... I don't think he listens to this, but shout out to Ben Gallagher, uh, my boss at the at the game studio, Small Jelly. I worked at so like the last my last job in London before I moved. I re- relocated back. Yeah. Um, I just remembered about him because talking about games and because he was on a podcast. Uh, I think last week or two weeks ago. 
Okay. He's on a podcast about talking about his new company, Caper, I think. Check it out. Shout out to Caper. It's Caper dot something. I don't know. Um, they're making games, obviously, but something right. for children, something where it brings the child and the parents together. Okay. Sounds something good. to do with the... F- I remember vaguely from the podcast episode, uh, he said something... I know he had a little girl, I think, a baby girl. Um, okay. when I was working with him, uh, and like, I love the way, I, I love the way it seemed. I didn't know him before. I only knew him for six months, the time I worked there. Okay. But I love the way he talked about his life before and after having a child and how, um, and I've heard multiple people say this, like the child changes you, but I love him because he was a games guy, uh, a game maker. And he talked about like how. Parenting influenced his game development work? Yes, basically. That's okay. where I was going to get at. Yeah, parenting definitely influences game development work and like the way you interact with things and do it more like a child and it's more fun, it's more engaging. And now he has this company, Caper. Um, I think I'm going to check it out. Uh, if it's called like that. Um, where he does, I think, he does things to sort of bring parents to spend more time with the kids because he, I think he used examples um of he gets home he's late uh he's tired yeah uh he doesn't have much time but he still does it sometimes but sometimes you just you're just like all right just please be quiet and go in a corner or go do something else and then i think they make games where it sort of helps yeah it's called caper caper.co it helps uh parents invest more time like that into with their children so that's really okay, cool yeah uh caper provides parents with an instant creative solution to keeping the kids physically active and happy with our interactive story-led experiences caper's mission can be completed at home or outdoors in private spaces minimum screen time maximum fun caper.co check it out yeah that was a plug (laughs) (laughs) yeah i missed them they were they were very sweet and i felt very bad for many years and i still do for leaving but it was not related to them it was related to me having issues at home and kind of getting sick of London. <laughs> Big mistake. Isn't that a touching story? Caper, if you want to sponsor us, please do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope you move back after Corona. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. But um, it wasn't It wasn't them. It was the games industry as a whole. It was nothing of what I expected. Yeah. Being a game developer was not what I expected at all. Um and at the time I was short on money and I needed to live and to exist exist. there. So I was like, I could make more money doing other kind of development. Uh, But I didn't want to because I felt bad. So like the opportunity arrived due to issues at home to move back. So I just, I just, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to end all my shit here and to move back. And I did. And I only half regret it. (laughs) Only half. I only mostly regret it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you'll get back eventually. Yeah. How are you how are you dealing with Corona and now in the last seven minutes of the podcast? How, how are you handling it? Yeah. Like how was lockdown and how is now after lockdown compared to lockdown? Lockdown was interesting, so let's seven minutes is gonna be a far fetch, but let's try it. <laughs> so I lived alone. Yeah, I I've been alone for the whole lockdown. Yeah. Mostly. And initially, I thought I had uh, really bad luck mm. since I think it's been a while. But I haven't seen a human face unless I went grocery shopping. Right. 
During lockdown. During lockdown. Yeah, yeah. And that's most people. That's most people who somewhere struck with families, somewhere, I don't know, couples, something. Yeah, I was, I only saw my ex-girlfriend's face. Still Mostly. something. Still something. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, and everybody who I would talk to made fun of me, like, I'm gonna just go savage and forget how to speak with people <laughs> and interact. Boonga boonga. Yeah, also about that. The, the one cool thing I realized during the lockdown is the way it got me to interact more with and more meaningful to the people that are important. Ah. Right? Because I think I told you this. You had this thing where you go to this big corporations there are one next to each other where we work and you have all your colleagues and then you go out for a break and you find somebody smoking a cigarette and then you have a chat and you have this yeah. socialization and you yeah. satisfy the need that scratches the itch. Yeah, yeah. But it's very plastic somehow. Mm -hmm. Right? And now because you're not, this is not provided to you. It's not just an option out there. You have to do some more commitment. I don't know, more focus when you, where you, where you want to invest your time and who you want to speak, speak mm -hmm. with. Right. Right. So this is one thing, really cool thing that happened during the lockdown. I mean, one epiphany, if you will. Right. Then after lockdown, I didn't have problems talking to people. I've heard some people who kind of developed a bit of anxiety mm -hmm. being in a bigger crowd, but not, not anything serious. Yeah, but not anything serious. Yeah. Like, this also happened to me. Like when I went to the city center, there was like a whole bunch of people like... I remember that too. It's never like this pack. Why are you like this? Yeah, I remember going to a shopping mall or something. I'm like, oh, there's too many people. I don't like it. <laughs> the one joke I used to make is people forgot how to walk on streets. Mm -hmm. Because I I have a longboard, right? Yeah. A skateboard, which I bought for which myself as a... Which is long. That's what she said. <laughs> um, which I bought for myself as a present after I finished university. You bought me one for my birthday as well. Yay! Friendship! Yay! Which you haven't used, except for once. Uh, I'm learning. You are. <laughs> uh, and you're doing a good job. Thank you! Okay, so I had that one I used, ride it when mm -hmm. I need to go somewhere. Yeah. Sometimes to work, sometimes to somewhere that's close. And sometimes you fall out of it. Sometimes it happened two <laughs> times in the last four years. Yeah. So that the, you two times. the one, the thing that I'm trying to sell right now is you have the bike lane on yep. the sidewalk, right? Yep. And I usually take those if it's yep. an option because everybody should be off them. Yeah. And, and a trip that took me 20 minutes, I think. Yep. I almost bumped into two people. Oof. This never happens. Oof. Oh, and that was uh, during, uh, right after lockdown. After lockdown. People just forgot to look on the their sides no, because yeah. one was just a guy just so happy to be outside yeah one was the guy he was just in front of me he made a step to the right and a step to the left and mm -hmm. i'm not sure and then just jump off the board <laughs> i think i hit his backpack but not him all right and then the other one was a bit down the down the road there were two ladies crossing the street yeah they were jaywalking and they got in front of me but on the bike lane mm -hmm. i still had like a full minute to reach there and they seemed like they wanted to move but they never did Oh god! I, again, I jumped off. Ladies, get the fuck out of my and way! I think my board might have hit a bag or something, bag of groceries. But this never happened in forever. Screw her, asshole! Get off the bike lane. So yeah. So how's life now compared to then? It's good. It's good. It's now that the numbers have frozen up again. Reason I was I was gonna say double, but they're like tenfold now. Because uh, we had free so. four hundred, now we have free four thousand a day. A day, yeah. New cases, Jesus. Christ. I don't know. I'm living life the same way. You know what? I, I that was a topic that I forgot about that I wanted to talk on the podcast. Maybe next episode. Um, there are more and more people closer to me in my friend circle. They're getting corona. 
and like at, like I'm not I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I, I believe in it, and I, I take precaution and measures and whatever. And I, I do not want to get it under no circumstance. I'm not even the kind of guy who's like, oh, I just want to get over it. I'll get it, and then I'll be fine. No, like I'm super scared of it. I don't want it. I don't. Yeah. I don't want it. No, no, no. And um, it's just getting closer. It's getting closer to me. Yeah. Like now, people that I interacted with before they got it, but not by a lot. Uh, before like the mar the error margin, but not by a lot are getting it, and I'm like, oh god, I you need to be careful. <sighs> like I am careful, and when interacting with them, that's all. Like I'm fine, but um, like I, it just it it's not enough in my brain. It's like I don't want to get outside anymore. <laughs> like it's scary. It's yeah, it's, I don't like it. I don't like it. It's gonna be over at some point, eventually. Yeah, I mean. All things are, aren't they? Aren't they? Yeah. In the grand scheme of things. On that note. On that note, uh, still one minute and 20 seconds to go, but I don't know. Do you have any closing words? Not sure. I can't think of any. <laughs> thanks for listening. I don't think we ever... Did we ever say that? Thanks for listening. We say that every single time. Do we? I think I do. Maybe. I think I've said it a couple of times. Okay, but just like by itself, like this big title of announcement. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you everyone for subscribing and hitting that like button and subscribing and don't forget to like, comment and subscribe and I don't know, just follow and give us feedback. We want your feedback. That's a wrap. <laughs> That's a wrap. All right. Thank you, people. Have a good day. Bye.